Welcome, creatures of all shapes and sizes, to Banged Up with Bruce Oldham, aka The Kid. This is an action sports podcast, the likes of which the world may never have seen before and may never see again. I hope you guys enjoy. Oh my god, you're a genius, Patty boy. Okay, well, is the thing still recording? Yeah, it is. Okay, what time is it recording at? 2.50. We're not allowed. 3.15. 3.15, mark that, 3.15. We are on, we are rolling. We're waiting for a call from Christian Stormguard. No, it's not. Uh, Christian, <laughs> sorry, my boy Christian Pimrose. My bad, Christian, when you listen to this podcast back. Don't touch it, Pat! Oh, you touched that. Oh, I hit my head off the back of the thing. Don't touch the goddamn camera. I fixed it. Do you want to know the future reference? Okay, 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 I get it. No. It be angled a tad bit. I, yeah, I know, left. but it changes every time depending on how the camera feels that day. Today, it's feeling to the left. So for those of you guys that don't know, my camera got dropped down the entire flight of Maximize and also some other bad things happened to it. So the screen doesn't work. Just smashing Red Bull cans around. Okay. Excellent ASMR for the beginning of this podcast. Oh, I got one for you. No, 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 no. Okay. Our viewers love us and all, or listeners, I guess, but they can only handle so much ASMR from the kid and podcast Pat. Anyways, can I please do one more. Yeah, you can do one more. Oh, this is the fresh crack of the winter edition Red Bull. Wow. <laughs> did you see the steam come off? I it? did. That's from wow, the okay. okay, sorry. Before we dive into this, uh, this is just a whole minute of nonsense, but we will get into our interview with Christian Sto- uh, Primrose <laughs> very, very, very soon. But listen to this sip of the winter edition. It's all blue can for those of you guys watching. It looks, it, it's blue. just unreal. It's Frosted Berry uh, Rebel. It's the winter edition, it's and it's good. really good. I don't think it's out yet, but me and Pat have been downing them like it's Christmas. Here's here's what it sounds like. Very, 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 very good. Anyways, today's guest uh, is a really good friend of Patrick's and I. Patrick and my, he's a good friend. You should go to English class. I should actually just not be tired. I stayed up way too late last night. Anyways. He's a really good friend of ours. He's all around badass. How old is Christian for me now? Twenty six. He's a little older cat, but he's a definitely a really sick dude. Um, pretty much, we met him at Mount Saint Louis. He's a snowboarder, um, and he is a wakeboarder, professional wakeboarder. Is he still competing? He was at the Pan Am Games last year. Yeah, he was at the. He competed in the Pan Am Games last year. He does mostly behind the boat. But he also absolutely sends it on a way, on a snowboard. He did a triple, like probably He's the like tenth s- person in the world, I believe, to do a triple. It's like two thousand. Yeah, he did. Twelve, two thousand ten. Did a triple on a on a snowboard in like two thousand. Saint Louis, which is. I'm Mount Saint Louis of all places, which is not anybody that knows Mount Saint Louis knows they triple don't. Triple fourteen, too. I, th- I believe. I don't think it was uh, mm-hmm. like a bitch boy flip. No, it was a triple triple fourteen, and it was yeah, it was triple cork, and it was over a channel gap too. I think. Yeah, because it's the down low one. Yeah, the cork's over down low. So homie absolutely shreds on uh, on a snowboard and on a wakeboard. He can do doubles behind the boat. Competed at Pan Am Games last we year, which we said. Some, some fanboy screen recorded Instagram clips for everybody. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw in some. I like that. You're thinking ahead. He's getting used to the idea of being my co-host. I'm going to slowly cycle Patty into being a co-host because it makes it more interesting for me. And I'm assuming for you guys too. So, um, But yeah, we'll, we'll throw some clips up there while we wait for him to hop on the phone. But um, super sick dude. We go riding with him all the time. And he uh, recently, well, I guess he's technically married now. We'll ask him about that in a sec. But while we wait, just February, hold on. February, COVID. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was COVID kind of messed up his plans, if I remember correctly. Up. All right. So I guess while we wait for Primrose to hop on the phone, um, you want to talk about the sponsors of the podcast? Do you know what the sponsors of the podcast are? I know Red Bull. Okay, so. That was gross. You should I know. Quick plug. Uh, the winter edition for Rebel is out now, and if you guys haven't tried well, it, I, I guess think it's, it's a plug. That's something I actually I like, and I would definitely. Well, approve. we don't really, we don't really uh, advertise anything we don't like to yes. begin with. Well, that's but true. But this one, I I have a. I, I can't say the new winter edition. I don't think it's out for. I don't know. I don't think I it's don't out know. for anybody else, but I'm not sure. Might it be. Is, we might just be being. We we are a little out of the loop, but it is, damn damn good and. I think me and Pat have been consuming our daily limit of two a day, but also drinking lots of water and staying healthy at the same time. So, highly recommend getting yourself a winter edition this year. And on top of that, uh, big shout out to everybody else who helps me and supports my ski season. Uh, Vertica Outerwear, K2 Skis, um, Wear Leathers. If you guys want to get Wear Leathers, any of their stuff, uh, their website, use the code BRUCE, all caps. I think you get extra something thrown in your bag, a little something something. 
I think they hook it up. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you might get some extra stickers. You might get some extra stuff like that. I and it. I get uh, I get a little commission off that. So, uh, yeah, help the kid out. And here we go. We're live with Christian. Screen recording has ended. Oh, screen recording has saved the foes. Hey. Oh, shit. How's it going, big guy? Hey, man. How are you? Good to see ya. Good to see you too, man. One sec, I gotta pull your face up on the screen here. We're having uh, technical difficulties. There you go. Did you looking cute today? White shirt Thank and everything. You. Wait, hang on. Here, you gotta see Pat. Sorry. I gotta, I gotta move Pat into the screen. Pat's on the screen right now. I was lurking in silence. I don't know why you had. To he was sitting that. in the back. Hang on, I gotta. Yeah, no worries, man. Sorry. If you have headphones too, throw them on. It might make it the audio a little better, but. Yeah. Not a big deal. It's pretty good without it. <laughs> I got a pair of AirPods recently. They're pretty unreal. I'm not going to lie. Really, eh? Mm. Yeah, I like them. Did you get the pros? or? I have no clue. It was a you birthday thing. I didn't get the pros. No, that's the answer to that. Patty's going to answer that one for me. All right. I sent you two pros. I can't okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yeah, sir. Why are you sending me posts uh, on my phone? You need the dose, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, alright, we're live. I like it. Good to see you, buddy. You got the chain on today? Good to see you too, man. Sweet. Oh, yeah, always. I love it. Alright. Well, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to my podcast. Pat's the co-host. I'm kind of ripping him in. I figured it would be fun to have Patty on this one too, because, you know, the lads, so. Oh, yeah, always. Sweet, man. So, how have you been? What have you been up to lately? Pretty good, man. Just been working on buying some stuff. Like, really, was kind of like a struggle this year with like the whole wakeboarding thing and the COVID thing, and not being able to like travel really that much. So, but yeah, that was like kind of like a struggle and everything. But um, yeah, I did okay, but not as busy as I wanted to be. But yeah, for good, sure. Same up. How about you guys? Uh. Just passing the time. Same thing, man. We've been both been super busy, and we've been kind of working. I've been going to Quebec a decent amount to train, but we've both been working pretty much every day around. Yeah. Nice. Saving up the dollars for the winter. Yeah, there you go. So what do you do for uh, wakeboarding in the summer, like in COVID? Like, do you just go out in the bay with your boat? Or, like... Yeah, pretty much. Just, just went out in uh, Kentonfeld there pretty much a few times a week, and... Just trained and stuff, but that's about it. Oh, yeah, dude. Are, you, uh, so. are you going back to Louie again this winter or what? I'm hoping so, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully like, we don't go to lockdown, you know? Yeah, well, that is true. Hopefully, I don't. I'll come back again. I don't want to say anything because I don't know what's going to happen, but it seems like Alaska Hills are going to be kind of... Uh, they're going to be kind of, like, limited to the amount of people that can actually ride there. So I'm thinking maybe Ripping Park Stack again might be a good way to get myself on the hill more because you might have to reserve Oh, yeah, for sure, days. man. Yeah. It's going to be weird. They're definitely limiting. I don't even think they're selling season passes right now. No, they aren't. Oh, really, eh? So it's, like, first-come, first-served basis then. Yeah, you got to reserve in advance. Maybe. If you go on the website, you can't you can't get a season pass right now. I got mine, like, really early, wow. but I don't know if it even counts next year or if they'll just push it over to the next the year after who knows so push- oh wow hey yeah you got your hands on one of the winter editions i saw oh yeah you got those yeah, We're, yeah i got one cracked so right I now it. they're pretty good ed nice i love it man like so, such a good drink mm-hmm. yeah dude their red bull's really getting their uh their free product it definitely there. tastes like winter they've got the brandon right on that one. Oh, i know right I didn't know Frosted Berry was the one that it was going to be, but it does it, it has a, it does have a slight taste of winter. Anyways, so, me and Pat have a question for you, buddy. What does it feel to be, like, recently married? Feels good, man. Like, it's definitely different, like, different than having a girl friend. Yeah. Are you guys, uh... Just more responsibilities now. Yeah, yeah you have to become a bigger man. <laughs> You have to hold the hold the hold the horse a bit, <laughs> tamer down. Yeah. Are you guys? Are you guys didn't get a ceremony or anything because eh, of COVID? No, we uh, we did the whole um, we did the city hall thing, and then uh, we we're gonna we we're waiting, like literally like the next month we were going well supposed to go down to 
Buchanan and do the whole ceremony and stuff yeah. down there with like a hundred people. Yeah, I remember. You and then, that. Um, yeah, it didn't they actually cancel it? Like, just as like everything sh- shut down, you know. So it yeah. was like really last minute. And yeah, we felt like we were so bummed and everything, and yeah, but oh well, I'll get it done. Yeah, already, we're just I guess. trying to hope. Yeah, and then we found a. We actually were trying that weekend that everything was shutting down. Sierra was up at her bachelorette party, and then she actually took out a Saturday, so she didn't even get to like really enjoy it. She enjoyed it for like a, as much as she could, but then she uh, yeah. she had to change it to a different date. It was like I think it was like something like October, and then October was obviously the same. Yeah, everything was like kind of still like hit or miss. So yeah. Kind of screwing everybody, unfortunately. For sure. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh. Cool, dude. All right, so, I mean, me and Patty know, obviously know uh, enough about you, but a lot of, well, a lot of the viewers on the podcast and a lot of listeners that come in don't follow wakeboarding that much, don't follow snowboarding that much, so uh, some of them won't know you. So let's, uh, tell us, tell us the story. Tell us, tell us how you got to where you are today, big guy. What was life growing up like? Um, well, I... How'd you get into wakeboarding? It was pretty good, like... I got into wakeboarding, like, back in... I think when I was in grade five. Oh, wow. My dad bought a... My dad bought a first boat. We did the whole water skiing first, and then uh, my dad heard of Wakestock... Oh, yeah. ...for many years prior... Well, he heard of Wakestock before, but... Mm -hmm. ...never actually went to it and saw it. But, yeah, it was up at uh, Wasaga in the river there. Mm -hmm. And then, um... So yeah, he went one year, and then he's like, he brought me the next year, but we didn't actually get to go in, because he didn't think it was really appropriate for me to be in there, at like the age of, I don't know how old you are, in grade five or six, but he's yeah. like, yeah, it's not appropriate, it's not family-oriented, and I was like, come on. Not quite. But <laughs> not we had to watch from the sidelines, oh, cool. yeah. stuff, but then that year we got uh, into it like a lot more. We rented our first board from Tropical North and everything, that used to be downtown Barry here and yeah and uh yeah just took off from there we had we started out on a 17 foot uh sea ray oh yeah, with, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we used uh water jugs to make the wake bigger. to weigh down the boat like yeah it was so funny like it was so ghetto and <laughs> then we had like a an aftermarket tower and stuff so yeah well do you have one funny. Of the, you have the ones that like the cables went around the front and then it like i guess now you need a ski bar for that my uncle used to have that. He had yeah, like that, a, that, he, he had an antique like comp, he had an antique competition ski boat, but my cousins like yeah. didn't slalom. They just liked to wake skate and wakeboard. So we got one of those like stackable ones where the you got the cables that go to the front, and they just used to fill Tupperware containers in the back of the boat to make the wake bigger. Like that's so funny. Yeah, that's like us. Like we used to fill like just like water jugs. Like, yeah, just little like. Things like that. Yeah. You stack them in the so back. We should have used sand or something, you know? Yeah, thinking back, that probably was an easier way to do it, but everyone's like, no, nah, water's good. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. So who are you wakeboarding with? Was it, like, just you, or was, like, anybody else that you knew, like, into it, or was it just mostly you and going out with your dad and stuff after? It was school? just, like, us, like, just as a family, just doing it, and, like, we'd pretty much see who got up first, and I got up first try, and... Of course My sister did. was pretty angry because she couldn't, <laughs> yeah, she couldn't get up like right away and yeah. stuff. So it's pretty funny. Like I was like the only one to actually like, get up first try, and everyone's like, "What the heck? Like how? How are you going for so long? Like, I don't know. Like it just works. Must be something related to snowboarding, you know?" Oh, okay. I was gonna ask. So but, were you snowboarding at this point before you got into wakeboarding? Yeah, I was snowboarding prior to that. So, so what? Yeah, I was snowboarded like. Sorry. So what what was kind of like the priority as a kid? Because like you got into wakeboarding and or snowboarding, and then wakeboarding obviously kind of follows that for the summer. But like, what were you spending most of your time doing? What were you more excited to do, like wakeboard or snowboard? Or? Um, I think I did like more snowboarding back in the day yep. than wakeboarding because like wakeboarding was kind of new to me, and well, I guess I was still like kind of like just snowboarding for like leisure like back then too. Okay. So. I really didn't get competitive until I was, like, a little bit older, like, 10 or 11. I got kind of competitive. Yeah. At, like, both sides kind of thing. So, it's pretty fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. You find there's a lot of comparison or 
similarities between the two sports then I would imagine yeah I think there's like a lot of similarities like one obviously the the, the rope's a bit odd to yeah like that's got to be a different compare but that's pretty much it like I think but and like the edging and like having to wait until you're off of the wake to do your trick instead of like snowboarding you're kind of edging through off the using the wedge as yeah your wake yes Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I guess you have to be a lot more patient in wakeboarding than you would in snowboarding in that sense. Yeah, exactly. You can't really, like, wind up as... Well, you could wind up, but it'd be, like, a harder to yeah, harder get the trick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, are, yeah. like, what, what, like, how long ago is this? This is, like, when you're first getting into both? Because, like, wake parks aren't really relevant back then, right? Because wake, cable wake park, parks. Cable parks, sorry. No, yeah, wake... Yeah, cable parks were kind of relevant back then. Like, there was, like, Coming the OG in. spots where mm-hmm. it was um, OWC and McCormick's, and then I think, I don't know when CWC became, a, like, a thing just yet. Like, that's a cable park out in the Philippines, like, one of the best okay. cable parks. But all these cable I parks. Think, um, yeah, I think all, like, the straight line cables weren't, like, a thing just yet when I was growing up. They had more complicated yeah, but, like, ones. It was more like a newer thing. So you didn't uh, ride yeah. a whole lot of cables, just like mostly boat? Yeah, mostly boat, and then I think around 14, I got my first plane ticket to Florida, actually, for Christmas, and it was just a week with my dad, and it was actually the coldest week <laughs> on record to this day. In Florida? And it was like freezing cold. Yeah, it was freezing cold. It was like five degrees, and I was still riding. I was like, why am I riding? And I was riding with a shorty, uh, <laughs> and the water was so like, everything was so cold, everyone's probably looking at me like, who's this guy we're riding in a shorty, like, what the heck? At least it was winter. Must be from Canada. Would it have been winter here when you went? Yeah, it was like, um, the second week of, or no, it was right after Christmas break. It was like that week after True. when everyone got back home and stuff. At least you would have been climatized but yeah, to here. You wouldn't have been quite a shock. Like, if you would have went from Florida to yeah, here in the winter, exactly. I would have just ruined you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was wearing, like, a t-shirt during the day, and it was, like, five degrees. I was like, this is awesome. There's palm trees. <laughs> Wait, so did you guys go on the trip, like, pretty much only for wakeboarding? Yeah, that was, like, my first, like, real wakeboard trip, and me and my dad both went. Sick. So, so this is your... pretty unreal, like... Yo, go ahead. Sorry, you go? Oh, yeah, but, like, yeah, we went to, like so many different spots like that I wanted to go to like OWC for instance was like one of the hitters and then we ended up going over to the projects because I really watched the boys at the projects it's like a different spot in Florida it's like in Bithlo it's like yeah I think it's like 45 minutes from Orlando I don't know which in which direction I'm pretty bad with direction and uh um, the club <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the projects was like the first like one of the first, like, rail parks kind of thing. Like, oh, nice. they did, like, they pushed wakeboarding, like, in the way it went, has been going today. So, oh, it's cool. been pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was super fun there. Sorry. So, yeah, they had, like, the gnarly rails and everything. Yeah. So, your dad's, like, does your dad wakeboard at all or just kind of for fun, like, with you and hanging out and stuff? Yeah, he, he was wakeboarding down there and stuff. Like, he was, um... Ripping the cable park? He did, like, a lap or two. Like, yeah, yeah he did, like, the cable park. Just, like, for one day, but then kind of, like, hers back, I guess. <laughs> he was so, like, it was both of our first times, I guess, yeah. on the cable. Different motion. Though, so he's like, oh, my God, this is, like, yeah, different motion. Like, you can pull more, like, up. up than, like, across. Yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty, like, fun. Like, that's got to be better for, like, falling. Because, like, to go behind a boat, there's not a lot of ups. So it's a lot more forward motion than if you're getting pulled up you're not sinking as fast you don't have to go 17 18 miles an hour yeah it's like i think it's um i think we go like i think the cable speed's like i think around 19 miles an hour okay okay or like or less i think maybe but like yeah riding boat like 23 24 is like really brutal yeah, yeah. you catch bad there's some just catching things. an edge yeah but you can catch a bad edge like at a cable park you oh, know yeah. but I, there's some Steel Lafferty posts a lot of those like crash reels and there's some gnarly ones on some of those from both oh man he's posted so much good stuff lately it's so crazy <laughs> keeping everybody entertained during quarantine if you guys want to stay entertained oh, during know, quarantine right? you gotta join the action sports community yeah. on Facebook 
I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, how do I comment on this, <laughs> dude? We're figuring like, how out. Do I comment. We're figuring out all the details, but all all you gotta know is it's gonna come along. So at this point, when you're 14 and you're going to uh, Florida with your dad to train, are you like? Do you have any sponsors? Or are you like still relatively new to it, or is this like just kind of a fun no, trip with the dad? Yeah, it was like kind of like a fun trip with the dad, like first like real wakeboard yep. trip for me, like out of the country. So I think it was either thirteen or fourteen. I can't remember, but yeah, first real wakeboard trip my dad took me, and yeah, it's pretty stoked. Yeah, I can imagine. It's so, unreal, actually. <laughs> so where do you go from there, man? So start do you like one or two trips there? You go to like you're still shredding at home in the winters uh, on the board. Shredding at home on the behind, like behind the boat, in the um in the summer, like, do you start entering contests at like Wakestock? You like, do you start like putting out videos or anything to like get sponsors or like how does that? How do you move on from there? Like, where does where does a young yeah, trendy like, go from I there? Kinda, I kind of got the spark for like going like from going down there. I like really wanted to like progress at it and like really kind of like, just focus all my time on that and stuff, yep. on wakeboarding, and, uh, but yeah, like, my first contest was Wakestock in, in 07 at the Toronto Island. Yeah. That was, like, my first time ever going to the Toronto Island, actually, too, so it was, like, two and one, but yeah, it was super sweet, like, went to Wakestock, rode it intermediate, got, uh, I didn't end up making it through, because it was, like, my first real contest, I guess. Yeah. And then I, and then I got, and then, uh, I found out the Roots Wake Stops, were a thing, and then I went to there and entered in the intermediate because I, I didn't really know too many tricks, but yeah, I was pretty much did all those and got my name out there and got a couple sponsors underneath my belt and stuff, and yeah, yeah just progressed from there. I think I remember, because I, I met you a couple years ago, but I remember, I always remember hearing that you did the double at the, at the boat show. That was always like the big thing that you were known for I feel like for a little while anyway yeah people who like didn't follow yeah, I remember so many too people much. Said, yeah yeah I remember so many people saying that they're like oh yeah like being to do the double this year like it kept it was like a thing like every year after I landed it and you I have like, to do it again <laughs> I mean I don't know because like yeah it's like it it sucks missing a double you know like because well you guys know yeah oh yeah I mean sucks, I never like, done missing the double like coming up doing one and a half like to the water especially like water that's like just fresh out of Lake Ontario in mid-July, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's never the best. (laughs) (laughs) No. Sorry, mid-January. I said mid-July. My bad. It's indoor. It's cold, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, you're wearing like a wetsuit, 5'3", like your flexibility is so like short. Yeah, (laughs) you can't move as well, for sure. That would be brutal. So are you still competing in in, uh, snowboarding events in the winter too? Not too much anymore, just because I'm no like back in the, at Louis almost every back in the day. Oh yeah, back, back in the yeah. day, like when you're doing the wakeboard yeah, comps too. Yeah, yeah, I did a uh, a bunch of you look goods and like the horseshoe open and all that. Yeah, back when horseshoe open was around. Sick. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I loved that event, like especially the big air. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, I, I used to love all those like local contests and stuff. I really wanted to get into like the bigger contest but they're like too far kind of thing for me like yeah. it's hard it's expensive to in travel, wakeboarding yeah. and invested yeah and invested in wakeboarding and stuff so yep. i was like i don't like want to like throw money that way and then not, not do good instead of kind of focus on wakeboarding more or less you know that would uh, that would definitely because i mean we know how hard it is financially to do one season i can't imagine trying to do two like you'd be just stretched though yeah so thin trying to do and both. for you wakeboarding behind a boat like or, like that. That's an expensive sport. Cause first of all, if you want to train, you need a boat. You already need at least somebody who has access. Yeah, to the, boat the boats. Yeah, the boats aren't expensive, and the boat time's not expensive either. Yeah. So how did you so, get? So you have a boat right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how did, you, how did you? How did that come about? Because that's pretty badass. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like. It was my first like big big sponsor, I guess. Yeah. So like I was riding a Malibu, I had like a kind of like a, a hookup with them, but it wasn't as good as like Tiger's deal. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I went through uh, went through Gordon Bay at first, like with my first boat kind of thing. Yeah. And then um, yeah, a couple of years later, 
yeah, fast forward a couple of years later, Tiger approached me and like, hey, like we're, we want to, like the guys up in, in Dorset at Old, Old Mill were like, oh yeah, we're looking for like an Ontario guy, like the Tiger dealership down in um, Texas wants like, like like a Canadian on team and stuff. So yep. I was like, all right, like I'll definitely consider it. Like, they're like, yeah, like they'll fly you down and everything and like let you check out the whole back, faculty and factory and all that. And I was like, all right, sweet, like. I was stoked about it, like, like they treated me so well there and stuff. Yeah, and yeah it was pretty rad, like, got to see, like, how the boats were made and all that, like, it's such an operation there, you know, so. It's very yeah, cool I can experience. imagine. It was really. Oh, yeah. you got the cat on the podcast, I like it. Yeah, the cat. Bring her in. Yeah, Our cat lovely. is a menace. Ask Pat. Pat's no, been, like Pat does not like the cat. It sits at the door and really? meows every morning. It, <laughs> Pat, Pat grabbed the cat and sat down with it and it peed on him the other day. Yeah, yeah this guy will just literally jail here while no, we're talking. I'll just go out. Nice. Our cat scratches and does annoying stuff. Yeah, your cat's more like a dog. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, seriously, yeah, you've been my cat. Yeah. So what other sponsors did you have at this time other than like Tyga and that stuff? Like? Rip Girl, I think. I had Rip Girl and, um, and Vitaly still. Sick. Rip Girl and Vitaly back then, and um, yeah, I haven't actually spoke to the Vitaly boys in a while, but they're doing good. I'm pretty, pretty sure that they're doing good, like by the looks of it and yeah, everything. Amazing. They have like so many new stuff coming out, like it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And Sick, how much dude. stuff they're, so, they've got now. What's the gnarliest thing you've done on a wakeboard? Like, what's the gnarliest trick you've done to date, like in your mind? Probably double half cab rule, week to week, like back in 2013. That was like. I did only I've done it once to this day, and I Jesus. just keep like wanting to do it. But I think I'm, I've seen that. One. Like, I remember that one. I've seen the video of that. Yeah, one. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, like it was like one of my first like like I was like pretty much on my own down in Florida, like just chilling like with like a couple at this like weight camp, not weight camp, but my uh, I had new yeah sorry getting my like. My words all confused here, but it's all good. Um, yeah, so I done it. My, huh? Oh, I was just saying it's all good. Happens was to it? him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I was at Trevor Hansen's house in uh, Claremont, Florida, with like a couple other buddies. Yeah. They were down there training too, so we all like were chilling in the. He had a boathouse that we used to sleep in. Well, well, like he slept in his house, but yeah, the boathouse is tight. But um, yeah, one day we all went out. We were trying doubles, like. It was just kind of like more of a progression thing. Yeah. We didn't know like where I was going to go and everything. We're like, oh, let's try week-to-week doubles. Like, so-and-so did it. Like, it looks, it looks all right. Like, let's try, like, push ourselves. So a couple of us go out, try it. And then, like, I got, like, super close the first time ever, like, first first try. And the next, like, try, I tried it. got to my feet, but then slipped out. Yeah. And then third try, got on the third try, like, ever just, like, Popped it, edged, popped, like, knew automatically I got, like, the rotation, like, down. Yeah. And then landed. And it landed, and I was, like, I, like, just looked up at the boat, and I was, like, what the hell just happened? And I, like, obviously raised my hand, like, started freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you got to claim it, 100%. But, yeah, it's, like, yeah, but I think that was, like, the gnarliest trick I've done on a wakeboard yet, I think. Is that the only double you've done wake-to-wake behind a boat? Yeah, unfortunately. I wanted to try it beyond my boat, but yeah. I just need a little bit more juice, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Dude, I think I tried it one year and got spanked. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be gnarly, man. Like, you got to... Because, like, I know how gnarly doubles are on skis. Like, they're not usually as bad, but, like... You don't have as much yeah. time behind a boat. No, exactly, and you're going forward. It's deadly. Yeah. Sorry, Super I just got to close the fire. Like, I'm burning. No, it's all good, dude. I like the fire. It adds a nice background for the... For the podcast. I know, that's what I thought. I was like, I want it on, like, the whole time, but I'm going to fucking, I'm going to die. Sorry, that's where. No, that's mint. So, um, oh, yeah, good call. Brightness on my phone was At zero. Yeah, so now we can see even better. (laughs) I like the hair. So, uh, I guess kind of going hand in hand with that, uh, what's the gnarliest, like, bail you've had, snowboard or wakeboard otherwise? Because, like, Obviously, doing a double wake to wake, if it doesn't go right, you're gonna get clapped. And like catching a catching yeah. a front edge on a wakeboard or behind a boat sucks. I I've done it more, more than enough, 
and like not doing gnarly stuff. So. Yeah, like nose picking, like is like probably the worst situation yeah. you can oh, yeah. get into. You know, wake. I did that. I so. never really wakeboarded that much. I think I did maybe one three sixty behind a boat. It wasn't even like wake to wake. Like it was in the middle of the wake. But I could yeah. kind of, I had like a shitty bow rider and I could kind of jump the wake. I did a tail grab and just clapped my nose into the, like the other wake and just slapped in the water. And ever since then, I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like, it's like the worst. Like, everyone's like, oh, you know, you're landing in water. It's like, no, it doesn't hurt. Like, as bad as snow. It's like, no, dude, like, that's, it, con- that's pretty much concrete when you, oh, yeah. when you slam like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. Especially that speed. Yeah. So no serious. Like, have you had any serious injuries or like any? Because I, I actually I don't. Think, I don't I know think if the I most. I think the most serious like injury I had was in at the Snow Crown event in 2014, where I, I was like in practice still. Like it was during practice yeah. in Big Air. They pushed like it was weird. Like they like the whole night was kind of like weird. Like they pushed the jump the night of, which is like, kind of sketch sets everyone like the, throws everyone off and like you kind of know, like, it's kind of, like, sketch and stuff, but, like, everyone was kind of, like, dropping out. I'm like, no, guys, come on, like, trying to, like, pump people up, like, yeah. let's try and ride it, like, it's a big, like, big event, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people were just kind of, like, dropping out, they're like, no, I'm not, I ain't, like, yeah. saving themselves, which I should have done. Looking back. And, um, but anyways, I was trying to do, like, just an easy backside seven, and it just, like, turned for the worst for me I couldn't land it and I was like what the hell tried it the third time like around and then I just like completely blacked out as soon as I hit the lip I didn't even know where it was then I woke up like probably about five minutes later oh, oh wow. just like pretty much being strapped to a um, a backboard and I was like it was probably like the scariest moment of my life and I was like what the hell like I told them like I'm like yeah I'm good like let me ride the con- like let me ride the contest out and I'll go get checked out after like no dude like you gotta go, like, no. get checked out at least. Yeah. So I had, like, a, I had my AC joint done on me, so oh. I kind of did the AC joint, and, yeah, it was, I was in such a pain, like, you guys, like, does this hurt? And I was, like, like, it was, like, excruciating. It was, like, someone was doing, like, putting, like, a drill just, like, oh. right there, you know? What happened? Did you knuckle? Did you overshoot, or you just didn't land, or? I have no idea. I think I just, like, <laughs> I think I soared. <laughs> I think I soared down to like halfway down the landing and pretty much landed on my head. Oh, oh no! That was yeah, bad. that's that's what people are saying. They're like, yeah, you tried to do a double. I'm like, I did not mean to do that one bit. <laughs> no idea how that happened. Oh, that would suck. I remember I riding like, at Louis like two years before we worked together, and you did like a dub twelve on the middle jump and just caught your edge and your your goggle lens just ejected out. Oh, dude, that was, was a, yeah, that was one of the worst fails, too. I, I watched like, wow. that from the lift. I was like, oh, man, that was gnarly. <laughs> oh, and you just rode away. You rode the rest of the day, and I was like, dude, that was like a, an aggressive I one. Should, I should have probably just went home that that time. <laughs> Nobody else was barely hit. Like, no one was doubling at all. And, like, I don't remember yeah. the jumps were so flat. It, you had to go so fast. It, it was a... Yeah, that middle jump that year was like kind of like a launcher. Instead yeah, of like a, it was a it was a wheelchair ramp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. But yeah, it was like more or less flat than Lippy, I guess. But yeah, but that's when we had like four jumps in a row, though. So we kind of had to oh, make that, that jump to like this a setup jump ish, you know? So speed carrier. Yeah. So for reference, Pat, yeah. uh, Christian, and I all worked part staff at Mount St. Louis and have like for a f- couple years here and there, and. Me, me and Pat and Christian are pretty much the park staff guys that actually throw down in the park and like, I mean, obviously we don't have a huge say on what gets built and stuff, but we're the guys in the park ranger jacket with our, with our uh, radios going out there and dropping big tricks. But Christian is like, yeah, it'll be like the worst day. And if he's just in the mood, he'll have the techno, he'll put the techno music blaring through the park and just start dropping doubles. Everybody's like straight in the jumps and he'll just start dropping doubles with techno music. We used to do double Full trains. workout for fun. him. No, no cameras in the world. Just like first run, second run, back from launch or first run, second run of the day, just dropping doubles like it's nothing. It's it's actually oh, pretty yeah. funny to see. It gets, it well, gets you get, me stoked. You get really comfortable. We used to do that a lot. We get You get comfortable with the jumps when you ride them like all day for two yeah. days in a row and like every weekend. So it's not hard to, to do that. Especially like it was we used to vibe so it was no problem for when, boat, when someone else is doing it and chilling and you're feeling it. It's not hard to keep it going. Yeah. 
it's hard like to see like the the guys that are coming up these days like kind of all come in the park and like throw like back-to-back doubles and stuff and i'm like i get out there like this was last year actually i got out there i'm like i'm trying doubles and i just like i'm getting just whipped around i'm like all right i'm just gonna try and tomorrow how about that and then tomorrow would be like the worst day to try doubles and i did a double i'm like what the hell like yeah. bluebird day one day and like cloudy day the next and overcast and oh like, yeah that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, but also kids these days have a lot more like a lot more methods of training. Like I mean, I don't know how much time you spent on trampoline, but I don't think you spent a lot. And not a lot, but I spent like, quite a bit. I used to. I went through two two, two trampolines actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the just a circular like one. Yeah, yeah, which is like good, but helps. But yeah, but also on top of that, there's everything like maximizing stuff. Like kids will try tricks into an airbag or off a water ramp, like. A hundred times before they take it to snow. Also, it's a little different than like you only do it on bluebird days. Like, yeah. How if, often when you were growing up, you just had to do it because you were there and you couldn't get a ride back. So you're like, oh, I got to do this today, <laughs> even though it's blue, not bluebird. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah. One big it, thing. it was either like you're going home for the weekend, not landing any any, but yeah. Or yeah, you're gonna I mean? send like, it. There's so much more like capability and stuff to like train train now without like getting like super Com- injured yeah, high yeah. Consequences. well a lot of these a lot of people coming up these days don't really like to throw down if it's not ev- not if everything isn't perfect whereas like i mean i like to try to keep myself in the era uh, like um, you and pat and i and like the older generation a little bit where if you're feeling it, you're feeling it if it's a bad day it's you just i don't know you kind of just nut up and do it because like i grew up I'm, you, you're kind of the same way. I know this because, like, I see you at Mount. Every time we ride together, Mount Saint Louis, like, we take slams all the time. Like, it, it's oh, yeah. a it's a regular thing. Like, if I'm not slamming, it's I'm not learning. And like, for yeah, me, like, exactly. yeah, for me, most of the tricks I learned, like, when I first started skiing, was like me and my friends would go to Mount Saint Louis or like the like our hill after the after school or like at night, and we'd be like, if you try a back four, I'll try. Uh, a misty or something or like if you do a backflip I'll try to do a cork and something like that and like never really have done it other than a couple times on trampoline just start you just either you, you just send it and if you land you land if you don't well you land it on your side on the snow it's not the end of the world you're just going to be sore the next day yeah exactly you did the, the download jump you did the triple on that one what year was that I think that was pretty sure that was 2013 yeah that's a while ago eh yeah, such a like a long time ago now. So me and Pat were talking about that actually before you hopped on. Uh, what triple was it? It was fourteen, right? Yeah, backside triple fourteen. And you. That's what seven years, almost eight years now. Seven years ago. It's yeah, eight, seven years ago. It'll be yeah, eight. Eight soon, yeah. So that that's got to be one of like one of the earlier triples ever done on a snowboard. Yeah, I think I think someone numbered it as like the sick the. Six. I was like the sixteenth person in the world to do it, or something. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't quite believe it. I, like, you I still don't f- believe it right now. Yeah, that's pretty fucked yeah, for somebody like, who doesn't do snowboard as much. I'm like top sixteen. I'm like I highly doubt it, but okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. If you <laughs> yeah. Know. If it's written down somewhere, okay. No, but you have to think about it. That's like that's a that's a decent time ago, and not a lot of triples were being done. Like, like the progression of the sport has like really really gone up over the last like decade that's a tech that's a standard slope run trick now oh yeah back like, then it, like it, half it, the, it, half the field wouldn't even been doing that in the next game's big air in 2013 yeah you were like kind of like i think that's a year like i think max pearl landed the first ever quad i think too. that like, long ago i think that was like that wasn't I think so that wasn't the year you did I, your trick that was that was way that was after that i think that was like 2016 or something I have no idea. What uh, I, don't, I don't know. Someone landed a quad, and I was like, "Wow, I just landed the triple, and now the quad's already like." <laughs> okay, well, maybe like, you're wow. right. Awesome, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's That's like perfect. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. So, how do you get the balls to do that? Because, like, obviously back then, like Mount Saint Louis had a little bigger events than they do now, and they push bigger jumps for events like the Quicksilver Download. But the jump wasn't massive by any means, and like, how do you like? You just like do a couple dub twelves or dub dub tens, and you're like, I think I could do a triple, and just like, yo boys, think I can do it, and just like, drop in and try it, or how's that? How do you run yeah, that through your brain? I think actually, I was trying to. Well, I did my first double on it, and I probably could have right there and then did a triple. I could have flipped for the triple, 
and like got close to it but like I had to open up pretty much right as I had I grabbed the board so I like pretty much did like a double like with, with no with no grab yeah so I was just like flying through the air like oh my god I have so much more hanging time than I would have yeah off of a regular jump so I wasn't used to those that big of a jump really yeah if you if you want to say but absolutely yeah especially if you're not writing much other than Louie yeah, exactly, and this is like, I, I didn't really, I haven't traveled much for snowboarding, really, yeah. so, but yeah, like, I just went to Whistler, like, I think, 26, 2017 for my first time. Oh, true, yeah. You know, like, that was Absolutely. my first time ever in Whistler, I was like, wow, snowboarding there, but. Yeah, no, that would have been a good snowboarding one, Snowboarding, sure. but, but yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly, like, I don't think I told too many people, like, I was doing the triple. You just I don't surprised think, like, I just kind of. <laughs> dropped in I think I told one person I was like hey what do you think about triple leg I opened up on a double leg soup like too early yeah. scary early I could have landed on my back probably yeah but uh yeah yeah was it easy though like you just it looked like in the video it was just meant like it wasn't a struggle it was it was kind of difficult at first trying to get like the timing and like trying to see like the only, the only cork that, like, you, you're really blind on is, like, the first cork, and then the, sec- second, the two, two second ones are kind of, like, double underflip, so yeah. you can kind of see, like, the whole landing, the, the whole time, like, the whole rest of the trick, you know? So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it was pretty, like, it's hard to get, like, the all the rotations in the same motion, if you want to say. Like, yeah, keeping it on the axis. same time. But, uh, yeah, it was really, like, we were trying to get, like, I think Colton Conway was like, you know, you gotta, like, do the, like, kind of, like, go less into, like, the second one and, like, kind of keep the same rotation yeah. as, you, as you started with, you know? So I was like, all right, like, I tried it, and then I got really close. Like, I landed, but I slipped out because that was, like, the first time, and then landed again, and then went forward, and then the third time, well, the third attempt was kind of, like, a straight air, so I really landed on the fourth. You, you I was going to say, say how many tries it took four tries? I think it took four tries, but, like, I actually tried it three times. Cause same, like, as the, straight aired it, same as the wakeboarding Same as the wakeboarding It's a little uphill level. wind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a little uphill when I tried to, when I tried to go for the third attempt. Yeah, that's I just straight aired it and just made the knuckle. I was like, ooh. I, I think it was over. That's a but. fair call. I don't I don't think I'd call that one as an attempt. Wind's a... Yeah, so I kind of called it in three. Yeah, that's fair. Same as the double on the wakeboard. The three is your magic yeah, number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, well, I think to date, you're still, you're definitely still the only one that's done a triple at Mount St. Louis, so. That's pretty insane. Wasn't that one guy yeah, that, wasn't that one guy who tried the triple backflip and just did one and a half or two and a half to his head? I'm trying to think of his name. Yeah, I do remember what seeing something. I remember seeing was something. Was that one like event? That. He tried. He was like claiming he was gonna do a triple backflip and then did like two and a quarter. I, I do remember. It was on skis though. Yeah, yeah, it was on skis. Yeah. Sandy Beauville. Yeah, oh, it was like the Sandy Beauville invitation. On yeah. the other yeah, run. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? After the triple, I wanted to try the triple backflip. Like I really wanted to try a triple wildcat. Yeah. But then I just completely forgot about it and just kind of like went on with my way and tried another triple, cork, and then. My one buddy was like, yo, you landed it. Just do like a three or something. And I was like, all right. Just did that. And I was like, instead of that, I almost biffed that, actually. I was like, wow, like how bad am I right now? <laughs> well, dude, you go, from, on life. You, do a go, you go from doing a triple to trying to chill out a three. It's not the same. It's Front not the three. same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Front side three off of like a massive jump like that. That's hard. Like straight, like small spins on big jumps are almost as hard as big spins on a big like depending on how jump. big depending, you spin. yeah yeah no no doubt yeah even like like my warm-up trick now like you know like the big even when we test the jumps at louis and stuff like yeah. i feel like after three every single jump yeah i can't straight air it you know because it's like you get to a point and straight airs are almost worse like i'll just do a cork three because mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know it's easier than a straight air just the way I hit yeah, jumps like, involves the carve and the takeoff, and that's how I know my speed for things versus just doing a straight jump is different. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like doing a cork three or, like, front side three or back three or something is just a bit easier to, like, kind of, like, see. Not yeah. to, like, see, but, like, just, like, the feel of it kind of, yeah. like, is better than a straight air. Because, like, yep. 
especially like testing those jumps. I know it sounds weird, but no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like it's just it's different in that setting. You have a different understanding of the jump. In a yeah, lot of exactly. Sense. Yeah, no, I I get what you mean. So. You've been getting your pilot's license recently, eh? Me and Pat, Pat's been, well, Pat's been wondering about that because Pat's got a raging boner for getting his pilot's license. So. <laughs> yeah, I keep seeing it in his, in his, uh, every Snapchat me in his computer, it's like, CPL, it's like, ah, Oh my go. god. Yeah. Every day he shows me a new picture of a plane he wants to buy. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I, I work in the worst area to, like, try and focus, like, like there's so many planes that, uh, well, I work at Braystone, like, around mm-hmm. Mount Sibley, yeah. stuff for you, and literally like 15 minutes down the street it's an airport oh, so yeah. they all have like fixed wings and all that stuff like they're all flying around the area yeah we get a lot up here float plane and helicopter traffic like just like every oh, 10 yeah. minutes there's a plane going by like oh really all the time like and you'll see military like c-130s coming by at like 200 feet or you'll see coast oh, you'll helicopters. see bombers you'll see bombers just like go over top of race and you're like yo what yeah <laughs> they do it here and like sometimes you'll see them have the doors open and there'll be dudes hanging out like they're doing search and rescue practice or whatever they're doing but it's pretty cool that's pretty rad yeah that's definitely yeah, something like, on my radar to be doing in the next chapter right? i guess yeah whatever you want to call it yeah it'd be yeah, pretty but, bad yeah yeah i'm trying to get the ppl like the ppl but it's so like it's been couple of years now i guess like if you want to say but uh well the whole covid thing kind of like really like so i didn't like the whole airport was kind of like yeah down until like actually the end of august there so i couldn't really do any flying yeah until like until they're open now but kind of want to like, try and get out before it, the snow hits because i don't really like flying in the winter yeah because yeah, it's just it, like your whole setup and everything like you have to do it if you don't have like proper if you're not like warm enough like it really, you're not really focused. You depends know? what plane you're in too. So like, it's like yeah, how how comfortable you're gonna yeah, be. Yeah, like if you're in a nineteen like fifties Cessna, like it's not great when you're flying in minus twenty two weather. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't have gloves and stuff, and you're like trying to like do like yeah do like the test, and it's like the winds are just like coming at you, and it's like minus twenty, but it's really minus thirty. It's like not oh what you want man, to be. you're just like yeah, I'd rather sweat. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you, on, like, are, you, you know? are you interested in getting, like, your commercial license after that, or you just want your private license? Yeah, I'd probably just get the privates right, as of right now, and then, like, probably I need to get a lot done to, like, get my um, commercial pilot's license, because, like, if I want to go to school for it, like, I'd have to do, like, a bunch of, like, pre prerequisites for it, I guess, yeah. you say. Like, I'd have to get, like, different... School-wise, like, vectors and all that. Like, oh, okay. A bunch of different, like, calculus, too. Like, I'll have to get that. Yeah. But uh, I think there's, like, three or three or four things. I think I have to do, like, redo English in um, a university okay. course, you know? Where yep. would you go for school for that? that? Like, to do, can you not just go um, get, like, if you get your PPL and then you log hours, I think you need to do whatever your aviation, like, your CPL is... is I don't know if that's... I think your CPL might be 200 hours, Yeah, I you need say, 200 hours me... to finish and 50 to finish your PPL, is it, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like roughly... It's around there, like, for the PPL, it's like 45-ish. I'm Damn. pretty sure, 45 to 50. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. depending on the student, too. If yeah. you, like... If you have, like, a slow learning... Um, if you like kind of like slow learning, like a slow learner, like you kind of have to do it more. Yeah. Like I'm probably going to have to like redo some courses, like definitely in, in flight because I just kind of had a heavy pause, like a yeah. year or two pause, you know? So yeah, that's kind of sucks, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Pilot's license is something super sick to have, 100%. Oh yeah, I'd love to get a flow plane. To be honest, that's what my, I I want to get my commercial license, but like I don't want to fly like for Air Canada. I just want to whip bush planes around in BC or something like flow planes or stuff. Yeah, like that'd that. be gnarly. That's like what I I mean, even if I have my private private license to do that, but like being able to do that as a job would be pretty wicked because you can make decent money doing that too. Oh yeah, I think I think so. That'd be rad. Yeah. Pat wants to get his but, own little uh, plane business going. Where he can have so like you explain it to him, but it's gonna be part of the part of our compound down the road. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to yeah, we're gonna have to it. add it into the compound, but uh huh. I think it'd be sick to just have your own little charter business in BC. That'd be pretty just sweet. Whipping people around. Yeah, that'd be so red. Oh, absolutely. That's what I would like to do. We'll see what happens with what I'm doing, but well, Pat yeah. was telling me his goal the other day was to be able to wake up, 
butt naked, hop on his dirt bike, and rip a, rip, a, rip a catwalk <laughs> down down his own runway at his own airport just because he can on his dirt bike. That, that's been his goal. That would be a pretty sweet thing to do in my opinion. <laughs> but, anyways, dude, we got the, the internet connections are down, so lagging out. But, um, I guess... Oh, dude, my internet? My internet... Yes. <laughs> Can't be as bad as here. It's not as bad as here. Dude, I spent the last 45 minutes before this podcast trying to set, send emails. I couldn't even log into Outlook on my computer. It was the worst thing. Really, ever. eh? No, I'm going to, after this podcast, I'm going to have to go to uh, I feel like the gym to upload it, to send emails and stuff. I can't hear you anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm Like, after this podcast, I'm going to have to go to the gym to upload, or to send my emails and everything. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, there you yeah. go. I can hear you. There you go, yeah. Anyways, it's bad. So right, hang on, let me. Uh, I'll try and log off of Wi-Fi on my computer right now. That's in front of me. It's all good, dude. It's not a big deal at all. There it's been go. it's been good all podcast actually. Which is surprising. I've been <laughs> trying to do online school, dude, and it takes so long to load stuff. Yeah, online school here is almost impossible. So, what are the plans for the winter, big guy? Dude, the wife the wife right now is doing online school. Oh yeah, what you doing? Um. Not much right now. I'm probably I'm probably gonna try and call Louie to see what they're they're up to again. Like, yeah. I, right now we got the wedding actually in May, so it's rescheduled for May, like Hell the yeah. last week of May. Actually, you know what's funny? It's actually scheduled for May two four weekend. Oh nice! Oh, you'll be, you but better. you'll be like technically married a year by the time that comes around. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, a, a year and three months actually. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that's there a decent go. amount. Like, pretty much, yeah, a year, but. Pretty scared to say I'm married now, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's not just like you, you recently married. What was it, February? Yeah, February. Yeah. I think it's like, is it eight months? Yeah, you're, you're over six. I've been working here for six months and I started in May, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're wrapping around the time now, man. Well, hopefully, I know, right? hopefully if Louie opens up, we'll see what happens with it and everything, but hopefully uh, all goes well and we're firing on full cylinders next year and me and you will be ripping... We'll have to convince Pat to come out before it goes to BC, but me and you will be ripping, ripping the junkyard and the Outback. We'll come. We'll go absolutely send it for the vlogs and everybody else, and just to have a good time. Oh, for man. sure, man. Yeah, I'll be down. I'm get a couple back to back dubs and stuff. Yeah. Just a couple, man. We're gonna have to go hard. Well, this is well, the, we're gonna have to go hard this year. <laughs> Keep our bodies in one tack, but we're intact, but we're gonna go hard. Yeah. I think now that you're yeah. married, you have like an extra superpower. Like I think you're able I to send so. harder. You, you are. <laughs> I hope it, so. It's a fact. You know somebody will pick you up when you eat shit now. Anyway. <laughs> she has to. She has a legal obligation to pick you up oh. and take you to the hospital now. Just drive all the way out there. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, hell yeah. yeah my, my pain tolerance is pretty crazy these days. Like, I just got surgery, actually, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you are uh, you should be feeling the pain in the, like, on the third day, like, tomorrow. And I was waiting for the pain to k- kick in. I'm like, all right, yeah. like, let's, I'm just waiting here. I'm like, yeah, sorry, I can't work. Like, this is going to be the worst days. I got right, whatever. And I probably could have went to work that day. Damn. Considering, like. I didn't have any pain, like, whatsoever. Dude, it's weird. I know. I, I, I'm, I have a high pain tolerance now after all the shit <laughs> show that I've had to go through. But it's like, oh it's, yeah. Oh, my God. We were at work today. Oh, yeah. And man. this guy tripped and ate. He's like, watch this. And starts running through the bush, trips and eats shit over a root and just decks himself onto a rock. Then what oh, man, What else did he do? <laughs> he felt like all, oh, he fell a couple times today. It was funny. What was that? That's seriously like me. Like, every day I just trip over something oh, yeah. and just, like, Legit eat shit. Yeah. Pat's you, just too ADHD. He starts going and then all of a sudden he's out. Well, Primmy was with, <laughs> Primmy was with me when I blew my knee at Louie like two years ago. He drove me home because we happened to carpool that day. <laughs> Yo, imagine if we didn't carpool. That would have been such a track. Like I probably would have. I probably would have drove back with like you, Bruce, or like or Ethan or something. Yeah, it was a fucking shit show. Like, yeah, it was. It was not was good. We were there for a while. I was in the hot for like three hours with ice. I was just like, this sucks. I just worked the rest of my shift. It happened at like two <laughs> o'clock. So I just funny. sat in the hot till five. Yeah, that was so crazy. It's like, what did you do? You're like, oh, I just hit a... Death cookie. Weird. My, knee, my knee just like did a pop and pop back in and stuff. And I was like, all right, like chill for a bit, you know? And then you did the MRI and then you were like, well, I'm like, no way. Dude, I literally just hit a death cookie. It was like the stupidest thing. <laughs> 
Uh, it's such like a bad. I was like, well, how, where did he even come from? <laughs> I know. I I think that knee had problems from before, like a prior surgery, but yeah, it was not great. That one hurt a lot. Dude. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that was not great. Honestly, though, Maybe the. Like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you know, you go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna have to bring up all the all the injuries and people getting slammed. I see at Louis. I'm working night shift there. It's insane. Was I working? Oh yeah, you. Was I working with you, Primmy, when that girl, like, caught her edge and just, like, bathtubbed it to the bottom? Oh, dude, that's still burned in my brain. I was on the chair. I think we were on the chairlift yeah. that day. Yeah, I, I just... felt so bad for her. She was, like, 13. Like, I think she was, like, pretty young, too. She was, like, 12 or 13. Wrecked herself. And she, like, she went up and then just started turning backwards. I'm like, yeah. oh, no. And I already called Skeep Show. I'm like, Skeep Show? <laughs> um... Oh, back right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell before, like she hadn't hit the jump. She was considering it, and then it was just. Dude, no. there's a few where you see somebody coming at a feature, and you just pull your walkie-talkie before they even hit it. You just know something bad's gonna happen. Dude, that last time I was at Louis, I saw these two. Uh, or last time I was at Louis, one of the one of the nights I was working at Louis, out of the millions I did this uh, winter, these two drunk guys came rolling in. They're like probably your age, Primmy, and they they definitely knew how to <laughs> snowboard. Yeah, just for reference, they might have had wives, and they were just, they're, they're over the life, and they're like, fuck this shit, I'm going out, and these two guys were just loaded, but they knew how to snowboard, like, they're pretty good snowboarders, but it's their first run through the park, and I was at the top in my park staff outfit, I got my radio on, I'm, like, just cruising, having fun, hitting some jumps. You're kind of, like, holding it, too, while watching the Yeah, show. and, like, the guy jumps the fence and, like, just barely clips the fence, but keeps going, you know, it's not riding, they're like, and they stop, and I'm, like, about to do, drop in to do a cork or whatever, and then I hear the guy go... Dude, I'm gonna do a backflip first hit, and he's like, "Yo, me too." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna just sit up here and watch." So I didn't drop. I watched these guys cruise in, just grease the rail like perfectly fine. I was like, "Damn!" And these guys weren't wearing helmets either. Like, my bad. I should have told them to wear helmets. But I was really interested in what was going on. So, because at Louis, you have to wear a helmet in the park. Yes. And anyways, so the one guy comes in and just greases a cork seven out of nowhere. Like these, these like just randomly greases it. And the next guy comes in, just a fat back. He'd never seen anybody tweak. I guess, I don't know what it would be if you pulled, like, your bind in tweaked out on a backflip on a snowboard. But tweaked it so hard. It's like, damn, that was sick. And then came around, and this, the last six inches, or the six inches on the nose of his board, caught the knuckle so hard. And he did, like, five tomahawks down the entire oh, landing. Man. And then... I, I just didn't see him for another hour and I came back up and I was like about to drop in and I saw him and the, and the exact same thing happened again. He went two for two on it and oh, then went home. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. It was, it was bad. And then a couple kids last year, I saw one kid uh, hit like the little like 25 and take it as like a... Well, I, he didn't take it as a 25. He took it as like uh Probably like a 45-50 and just straight to his dome skis. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Were you there that day when Buddy uh, was skiing for his first day and he, like, almost, like, went off the right side, like, the shack side knuckle? Were you there that day? Yeah, in the little one. Or, or was I covering you that day? But I was, wor- I think I was working, or I was, I think I was working, or I was um, just riding or something, and some kid just, like, went off, and, um... I think the Adam guy. I was there for that, yeah. Yeah, buddy just shoots, like, tries to stop. Or no, was on his back. And just, like, the last second, right at the woo of the jump, just gets up, stands up, and just, like, just did, like, one of these. He tried to stop, but, like, he stopped and, like, just his momentum just, like, threw him right to the pole. Oh, God. And just, like, slammed. And, like, I think he broke his wrist or something. Oh, it was in the junkie. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, dude. Thank God. Well, we're at. We're, well, well, let's let's chat for another forty-five seconds on camera. Then you can just hang out with me and Patty. But we're all at an hour. This is the first podcast we've had that's gone over an hour. It's been nice oh, to have. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Damn. It goes by fast, man. When you're talking to homies. Dude, honestly, I was like, I, I was just looking at the time. I'm like, no way, it's been an yeah. hour. We're at an hour and ten seconds, and we'll wrap. I guess we'll wrap up the podcast here. So, Christian. Say thanks to everybody, or say hello to everybody. Everybody say thanks to Christian. It was yeah. good having, uh, good chatting oh, with everybody. Thanks for, for listening and being tuned in with us. Like, thanks Bruce and Patty for having me tonight. Like, super stoked. Like, Dude, love we, you guys. We'd yeah. rather have no one else other than you on the podcast. This is Absolutely. this has been this has made my night and my day. I was actually pretty grumpy because I had to deal with this guy all day at work. So, 
This actually, this actually spruced up my day. All right, we're signing off the nice. podcast right now. All right, lads. Well, that was this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. It was really good to catch up with uh, our old friend Christian. If you guys are listening this long, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I look beautiful today, and I'm sure you do. So um, if you guys haven't already liked the podcast, give it a five-star rating. We're at 12 now. Let's try to get to 15 in the next bit because it helps uh, the reach of the podcast get out there. And as we grow, I'm going to keep putting more time and effort into, well, I'm putting enough time and effort as it is, but I'm going to continue putting more time, effort, and uh, just increasing the production and really starting to get this podcast uh, off the ground and trying to get bigger and bigger guests on. So if anybody's interested in coming on the podcast, I would love to have, love to have you on. But um, with that being said, if you guys, uh, I mean, I guess I, w- I like to hear you guys, uh, I like to hear you guys' thoughts on having a co-host. I kind of like it because it makes it, I find with three people in a podcast, it seems a little less interviewee and it's kind of more of just a conversation, um, which is what I'm going for. So let me know what you guys think. But I think having a co-host like Pat uh, come in every once in a while is, is good for the podcast and it doesn't come off as as much of an interview as more of like conversation and still getting all that knowledge and stuff and still asking the questions I want to ask. But it, it just doesn't seem as like clear cut. It seems more like a better vibe. I don't know. Just, it's just a little better. Anyways, um, with that being said, I'll see you guys in the next episode on Tuesday. And thanks for listening, guys. I love you all. So, mwah. Deuces. I'm out.